Welcome to another episode of the Utah Player Podcast presented by Fan Nation All Utes. My name is Cole Bagley. I'm the publisher of the Fan Nation All Utes webpage and the co-host for this episode. Today we're joined by a very special guest, uh, Utah freshman and defensive end Chase Kennedy. Chase, how's it going, man? Going great, you know, just chilling right now at the dorms. Being in the dorms, uh, you haven't made any good memories so far? Any, any good stories or fun stories to report about your time so far in the dorms? Honestly, it's been a lot. <laughs> it's been a lot with just Jalen, uh, Jalen, Brandon, Teo, Chris, Fit, Scoop, Metlock. We just, I don't know, we just have fun. <laughs> we just who's, have a, fun. who's your roommate right now? Right now, I'm with Justin B. B- Rose. Nice. A lot of big names that you just mentioned, the special class, special uh, freshman class that you're a part of. Who? So before we get into it, before we kind of let the let the fans know a little bit more about you and who you are, who who's the biggest goofball of this class of 20, 2022? Biggest goof? Oh, it's got to be Scoob, Elijah Davis. And why is that? What's 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 he do that, that earns him <laughs> earns him the uh, that title? Scoob would just be like quiet. And then out of nowhere, he'll he'll say something just the funniest thing. Everybody's gonna laugh. Scoob just funny dude overall. Like he probably one of the funniest people on the team. He doesn't know how to make everybody laugh. Yeah, that's awesome. I've I've heard a lot of good things about him and as well, you know, everybody else. Okay, who has like the most swag? Who like who is it like? Okay, like this this guy knows how to like dress or whatever. He's got the best drip. Like who has the most swag of that? That's definitely me. <laughs> Ayo, Ayo think, okay. I, I guess I should have said second place, right? Of course you're yeah, gonna say place. okay. Tayo think it's him. Sid think, I think Sid knows it's not him because Sid be wearing two little shirts all the time. <laughs> but <laughs> if I were to give it to second place, I'll I'll give it to Jalen. Okay. Jalen. Yeah, I can see that. I can yeah, see that. Jalen's on game days, him and Chris. Him and Chris put it on. They put it on on game days. I'll give him that. What's uh? Yeah, tell us a little bit more about Chris Reed. He a couple weeks ago, I think it was against ASU. He posted a photo and called himself like the Juice Box Crew or something like that. <laughs> just because, just because. Yeah, he's a freshman. He's not getting a ton of reps yet. You know, it's yeah. it's pretty normal. But he called himself the Juice Box Crew. What's what's Chris Reed like? Chris, <laughs> Chris is another one of those Florida dudes who just funny. He's a he's a goofball too. And uh, Chris. Chris is special. Football, like Chris, Chris is really good. I seen him do some things in practice. I'm just like, wow. But uh, I love Chris. He's just a funny guy to be around. Always going live, always going. He's competitive. Everything he does, I'll give him that. Don't talk trash all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, you know, every name that you bring up, you know, we've, we work with a lot of those guys and, you know, I've seen a lot of those guys play and all those things. This, the class of 2022 in, in my, uh, opinion is just one of the best, if if not the best class that Utah's ever brought in. You know, just a whole a, a diverse group. You know, quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, defensive ends. You know, linebackers. Just so many, so many guys out there that can make big plays. And it's it's going to be a lot of fun to watch you guys grow and grow together. And when we get maybe two or three years down the line, uh, you know, hopefully not only you guys, you know, um, dominating the Pac-12, um, but hopefully contending for a national championship. I'm sure that's the goal. So. Um, be fun to watch you guys, but Chase, mm-hmm. let's dive in a little bit more. Tell me, tell me about yourself. Obviously, you know, like I said, 
uh, Ch- you know, Chase Kennedy here, uh, defensive end for the University of Utah, freshman. Tell us more about where you're from. I'm from Dallas, Texas, born and raised. Um, I was raised by my mom, grandmother, and grandfather. Uh, mom played college basketball. Grandfather played uh, college basketball at TCU. He's in the Hall of Fame up there. And so I just come from a athletic family, really. So it's really just been in my blood, really, to just be an athlete, play sports, and just get it done. But no, nah, um, what's something I like to do? Play video games a lot. Uh, watch a lot of Netflix. And um, <laughs> really, video games with the roommates. If I'm not at the facility or doing football stuff, that's really what I'm doing. So yeah. yeah. What's your so What's your show right now on Netflix? What show are you watching? Really, I just watch a lot of movies. Like okay. it'll just be like late at night and just watch funny movies. Like uh, last night, I watched Wedding Crashers. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, tonight I planned on watching uh, – B-Rose told me to watch uh, – what is it? The Other Guys. So oh, watching, yeah. Um, With Will Ferrell? That's a good one, dude. That one's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, we'll, have to, we'll have to catch up and see what you think about that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe down the line we'll be just reviewing movies. Maybe that's what Chase Kennedy's podcast will be all about. <laughs> um, have you seen – so I, I love to watch, like, sports documentaries and stuff like that. So, like, The Last Dance. But have you seen the new one, The Redeem Team, the, like, 2008? I was bro, just talking to B about it. I have to watch it because bro, you gotta I'm watch a it. Huge Kobe Bryant fan. That's like oh that's yes, my athlete ever. And so all the stuff I've been hearing about him and the thing, I gotta watch it. Dude, I like almost bought a Kobe jersey after watching it. Like <laughs> I, I love Kobe. Like I love the Mamba mentality. But I've never owned like I had Kobe, you know, basketball shoes. Yeah. I've never had a Kobe jersey. And then literally like afterwards, I was like, man, I might need a Kobe jersey just just because. Dude, he's so good. Like, you know, and obviously, like, you know, you just miss that guy. You know, like, yeah. just he, he was an incredible athlete with incredible mentality and just did so much for not only basketball, but just sports in general. So, you, you got that's one you got to watch. And I'll, I'll check, I'll check back in with you about that. But, okay. So, you know, you're from Texas. You like to watch movies, play video games. When did you first start playing football? I first started playing football at the age of four, flag football. Okay. Yeah, for South Dallas Saints. I remember that. Yeah, that was my, okay. that was my first plan. I played within that organization all the way up until I was in middle school, really. Okay. And when did you make the move to defensive end? Like, what, like, how long have you, like, what did you start out playing? And then, like, when did you move to D, to defensive end? Really, all my life, I played running back. That oh, was, really? Yeah, that was my main position, running back. All the way up until uh, eighth grade, and then freshman year, I didn't play because uh, I had it. I hurt my back or something, and I had a back injury. And so I came back sophomore year. I just didn't want to play running back anymore because I thought I was too big for the offensive mm-hmm. side of the ball. And I didn't. I knew I didn't want to play receiver. And so really, the coach gave me your free reign on like what position I want to play. And so I ended up picking defense end. And from then, that's just. Since sophomore year, defensive end is really just what I've been doing. That's my primary thing. And why why defensive end? Is it did you did you are you a guy that likes to make tackles? Are you a guy that, you know, loves to just be kind of brutal and, and violent and you know get in the backfield? Is that just kind of why you like defensive end or 
Really? I just felt like I had the body type for it. Like okay. with the height, long arms, athleticism, really. And because um, I don't really know much about the position, really. Mm-hmm. And so me picking that was really just based off of my body and how I was built and just running with it. Yeah. Did you ever consider like tight end or anything? Never. Never? No, I, I knew I wanted to play defense when I got to high school. Okay. And so tell us a little bit about your, your high school career and, and your recruitment. You know, when, when did Utah first kind of, you know, start coming around and saying, hey, Chase, you know, come play for us? Well, really, it was uh, after my junior year, after my junior season. So, like, within my junior year of high school in March was when, beginning of March was when I first started talking to Coach Powell. Well, really, it was Coach Powell DM me on Twitter, asked for my number, my head coach's number. Then a couple of days later, he called me and offered me. And wow. so that's really that's really how – because Utah was my very first offer. So that's really how the relationship began with that. Coach Powell started it. And then uh, later on in recruitment, I met Coach Swan, Shaw, Coach Witt, uh, Skyly, and a lot of recruiting interns, assistants, all those people. They get the job done. And, yeah, that's, that's really how it was Utah. That's how they came in the picture. What's it like <clears> – <throat> to be, you know, a kid in high school and and all of a sudden you get an offer from a power five school. Like what how does that feel, man? No, uh, honestly, it it changes. Like uh uh you have to carry yourself differently really. Like uh, compared to your peers on your high school team, uh you're always in constant uh competition with yourself like whether you want to get better, continue right. to get better and actually earn like let people know like there's a reason why you earn these offers so really you just work harder for me that's how it was just work harder continue to prove yourself but now the people around you uh like a school I would just have little kids because I uh, school I went to was uh like pre-k through 12 and so sometimes I would just have like little fifth graders sixth graders come up to me can you sign this or uh can can I have this or something and it's just like little stuff like that that is just like really makes you appreciate the moment and just like give you a reason like why you want to keep doing this and keep inspiring the little ones like that. You know, give them a reason to do what they want to do. Yeah. Like football or something like that. Following your footsteps is leave a legacy, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really how that change is getting those powerful five offers, just mentality change and the way people interact with each other. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he, he gives you the offer. Did you did you come out and have an official visit that same year or shortly after? Or, and, and how uh, was that? Because cause Utah is very different from Texas, very yeah. different. So tell us, you know, tell us about that. Well, no, how the official visit came into play was just because I felt as if, like, they were my first offer. They were going to get one anyway. But really, they really got it because they had an like, ongoing relationship with me with me within the entire recruiting process, like from the time they offered me up until the time that I signed. They were constantly talking to me, just like showing love all the time, all the coaches calling, uh, checking on my family, 
grades, all that kind of stuff. And so the official visit came and uh, they were my first official in uh, September. I got, they were my first official in September, like right in the beginning of my senior season. And then later on, I went back um, during the Colorado game for another one. Okay. In, in November. And that was last year? Yep. Gotcha. So what <clears throat> what made you pick Utah? Because you, you had quite a few offers, you know, some Texas schools and whatnot. Um, wh why pick the University of Utah? It's a place that maybe isn't as familiar as some of those other, those other schools. Well, really what I was looking for within a program I was picking was relationship with the coaches, uh, fan base, uh, the environment around the campus. And I felt like Utah checked all three boxes and more. And the one that hit it really was the relationship with the coaching staff because I felt that was a genuine connection with me and them and also my family. And so when I picked Utah, I told my mom, and she was perfectly fine with it. So I only think she was heard about the distance, but you know, she a mom, so that's that's just gonna hot that's just how that is. But no, uh, once once she told me that she was okay with it too, and she liked it and liked the people up there, and she was finally going to Utah, that's what really sealed it for me. That's awesome, man. It's it's just interesting to hear um, you know, how the recruiting process goes for everybody. And it is very um everybody's different um things stand out differently to, to different players but one thing in my I've, I've covered the Utes for three years now and and one thing that I've always heard from every single recruit is just that the relationship with the coaches you know that seems to be a pretty determining factor um and and you know other things too but that one I hear like nine times out of ten you know I mm -hmm. asked ask the guy you know why are you considering them or why did you pick them? Why not? It's always, you know, the coaches, you know, and the relationships and how much they care, you know, whether it is coach Powell or, or coach Shaw or, you know, coach Schwan, whoever it is, like, I just always hear incredible things about the coaches. And so yeah. um, obviously there's, there's a lot of consistency with that. And I don't think that's going to change, you know, yeah. um, Witt has built, you know, an incredible program at the university of Utah and, and even when he's done, I think it's just going to continue. You know, they're just going to continue to to build off the you know the foundation that he said. And so um, that's awesome to hear, man. Um, the question I wanted to ask is, you know, and we'll get into a little bit more of how things have gone for you now that you're up there. Um, but how, like, as a defensive end, tell us about that position a little bit more. Like, take us through a play, right? So let's say you know. You, break you're going out there you're lining up take us through what's going through your head and how things you know what what you're looking for and what it's like when the you know when the quarterback snaps the football what what takes place as a defensive end from that point mm -hmm. what people don't realize about defensive end is is not just sacks 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 are a big part of the game like big um game changer but defensive end is not just sacks we have to be able to play the run as well because, as you know, you, you're not going to get to the pass if you don't stop the run. And so a, a normal play defensive end, I'll go say we're in a five technique, no tight end. So we're just – that's just being outside shade of the tackle. Uh, first thing we have to do 
is the, if the quarterback has a um, a certain cadence, get get like ahead of that cadence, know the cadence. That and that just comes from watching film, being in game experience with him. So we wait on we look at that for the get off, and then once we get off, we're reading to see if the tackle is pass setting or he's trying to reach block, reach block, base block, or down block. And if he down blocks, we know the step shuffle, eyes inside, and look for a puller that's coming back our way. Mm-hmm. If there's no puller, we just be patient, wait for the play to come back. If he reaches or base blocks, we know that's our job to set the edge. And setting the edges is really one of the most important, one of the most important things in college, in football, really. Because without an edge set, we know that running back, quarterback is taking it the distance nine times out of ten. And, you know, we kind of learned that early in the season against Florida. We didn't have an edge set. AR took it for 50. And so the edge is – setting the edge is really one of the most important things to do. And so we got to be balanced on that. Uh, Stiff, know what we're doing, arms extended. And that's that's on reach base blocks. And then pass set, we're either, if he gives us a vertical set backwards, we're looking at uh, power rush or speed. We're looking at power rush or speed, really. And then it, it really depends on the type of you're going against because each type of set is going to be different. But once we get in that pass, uh, once they get in that pass set, we know how to react. But what we've been taught from watching film and going up against them. So really, that's it. We're reading tackles reading the ball and quarterback, and then doing what we go over every day in practice. How much of what you do doesn't necessarily translate to the stat sheet, right? You know, I feel like when you look at the defense, I feel like the linebackers oftentimes are the ones that their their performance translates best to the stat sheet, right? They get – a lot of times they get the most tackles. A lot of times, you know, they have a good balance of, of pass and rush defense because they get a lot of tackles. Sometimes they get interceptions, um, those types of things. How much of what you do doesn't that, – that is effective, right? Like how much of what you're doing that's effective doesn't show up on the stat sheet? Yeah, there's a lot because I just thought of a play when um, Van against Arizona State, a puller comes, he blows up the puller, and because of that, the puller knocks into the running back and a linebacker comes to make the tackle. Mm-hmm. That's something that does not go on a stat sheet. There's little stuff like that. Or um, getting the pressure to the quarterback and making him throw an erratic pass and then intercepting. It's just little things like that that are important, that'll show up on film, but don't go on a stat sheet. So it's really a lot of a lot of plays that DNs make that um, go un- I wouldn't say unnoticed, but don't get accounted for in stats. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, I think, you know, sometimes the, the, the game plan might be to simply contain the quarterback or it might be to get them moving, you know, get them scrambling because you know that they can't move very fast. And maybe then the linebackers come up and make the tackle, right? Like you were kind of talking about, I think, I think the defensive line doesn't always quite get the love that it should because people don't understand that, Hey, there's a like you said. There's a lot more to being a defensive end or even a defensive tackle than just getting a sack. You know, it's yeah. it's stopping because the quarterback can do a lot of things, and a lot of the best quarterbacks these days can run or can pass or can do both. Right. So, just an interesting to hear your perspective on it. So, 
Uh, moving on from that, I just wanted to see, like, you've now, you know, we're now six, almost seven games into the season. I, wa- I want to hear your take on USC here in a minute, but how have things gone for you here, your, you know, your first season at the University of Utah nearing the midway point of the season? Honestly, the season for me is going, I've had a great time. It's been great for me just learning, developing every step of the way and uh, going against the ones every day in practice. Because right now I'm just, um, I'm trying to get my weight back up. So I had a little setback with that, trying to get my weight back up to the goal weight that it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And so right now I'm just focusing on that. And while I'm doing that, I, um, I'm going against the ones every day, just getting better with that, while also still watching film, taking notes, and making sure I'm on top of the stuff that um, the defense needs to know. But uh, the season's been great, just being with the guys, watching them work, and uh, really watching that work from practice translate on the field. That's really the best thing for me. And just, like, seeing uh, guys grow and make plays and celebrate together, little stuff like that. You know, and then, uh, like, watching Jalen get in for a touchdown, his two touchdowns against Southern Utah, that was probably one of the best moments of the season. But, you know, that's my dog, and – yeah, you know, he got in, and, you know, when Justin got in, you know, that was, that was a hype game for me, too, just watching him finally get out there and yeah. uh, show what he can do. So, yeah, it's, it's been great. It's awesome to hear, man. Like, that's – I just – I don't feel like there's a lot of programs and teams out there that, that would say stuff like that. You know, for you to say, like, hey, you know, I'm not getting as many reps, but my dogs, my guys, my, my friends, you know, my brothers, they are getting reps, and I take – joy and excitement and you know i just i'd love to see that and it's 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 great to hear those types of things um two quick questions for you so first off how do you like how how do they have you trying to put weight on like because like i i can go out and i can put weight on pretty easy but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's help that it's healthy right i can I, i can go gain 25 pounds pretty easy it just depends on where i eat um but for you you're, you're being told like you need to put some weight on. How do you do that? And how are they having you do that to make sure that it's like productive weight, right? Like you don't want, you don't want, you know, your, your belly, you know, hanging over, you know, hanging over your, your belt, right? Like that's not something that they're asking you to do. What, how are they asking you to, to put weight on? Really is just eating more, but also staying active at the same time. So, you know, that's just, like they say, uh, oh, all right now I'm using creatine, so that's been helping a little bit. That's really been that's really been helping a lot because I just started out like last week and it's already made a big difference. Hmm. And um, oh, the development, um, the development lifts and like the travel lifts. So I'm in the development lifts, and those are just like like lifts that are just like like gonna get you there really, like gonna get you bigger, stronger. So that's, that's another way of putting the weight on, like the muscle weight like that. Mm-hmm. No, but really it's just been from uh, eating a lot at the facility, uh, getting right. extra meals in the morning, just stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, just, it's interesting to hear. You know, like like I said, plenty of us know what it takes to gain weight. But as an athlete, when someone tells you to gain weight, it's in a specific way. And, you know, it has to happen a specific mm-hmm. way so that you can still perform at a high level. So it's just interesting to hear that. Um, the, the next question, we'll kind of tra- we'll move into to the next segment before uh, you know, we, we ask you some 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 other 
more fun questions, but um, it, it seems to me that you, you have the mentality and the mindset that you understand and trust the process. You know, you're a freshman, you're not quite getting, you know, a lot of reps, but you, you're okay with that because you understand that your time will come. You know, your, your time will, it will be around the corner. You're going to get out there. You're going to make plays, but you need to, you trust that the coaches are making the right decisions and that you're, you're developing, you're doing the things that you need to do now to put yourself into a position later to make plays and get reps, which I have full confidence in you to be able to do, but there are, you know, there are guys that doesn't, you know, it's not necessarily this program or this team, but there's, there's guys out there in college that don't agree with that, that, they come in, and even though they're freshmen, they say, play me now, or I'm hitting the transfer portal. As someone that has the, the, the good mentality, how do you stay positive, and, and, what, and how, why do you have the mentality that you have? Why do you trust the process, and why, why do you understand what it takes, or how do you understand what it takes already to, 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 to be great and, and to wait until your time has come? Well, really, I, I trust it because I trust the coaches. And I feel like they got they have my best interest, and I feel like they're genuine in what they're saying and how, what they're doing with me. And I just feel like there's a plan set out, and I just need to uh, get on that journey. Just trust it because I, I'm not the only one who's coming as a freshman and hasn't mm. played. So I can't just uh, just want to up and leave and assume right. I'm going somewhere else and play. But no, it's really um why why does it I don't know why uh, other people are just like they want to leave because for me I understand like I came in this I came in at two fifteen and I understand like I can't play defensive end and at in the Pac twelve at two hundred fifteen pounds mm-hmm. and so I need to get up to two thirty five and I realize like I can't be a light DN in there. Because I know when once the run comes, I'm gonna have trouble with that. So it's really just about being realistic with myself and right. knowing that I have to do this if I want to get out there. So yeah, it's just stuff that I know that I have to handle and just stuff I try to take care of. So when that time comes for me to get on the field, I'm ready and I'm locked in. Because you know, like you said earlier, I feel like once the time comes and I do get out there, like it's just gonna be different and. I can be comfortable and just okay at what I need to be. And I'm just yeah. looking forward to the future, really, of myself, just seeing myself making plays and in there. Well, it's good to hear that, Chase. And for those listening, uh, we are – you guys should be excited that Chase has that uh, mentality because I'll tell you what, this kid is the future of Utah's defense. And if you don't believe me, ask Morgan Scally, ask Lewis Powell, ask Coach Kyle Whittingham. You can read what they've said about him at our websites, um, definitely check out those articles about Chase Kennedy because there's some awesome things that this kid is doing. There's a lot of promise for Chase. Uh, Moving into just kind of uh, our last segment before we have just a little bit of fun and ask some questions. Chase, there's a huge football game going on uh, this week against USC. Just two quick questions. How important, just as a player and what you guys know and understand, how important is it that you guys get a victory this week? This game is very important for us. We know it. For us, we feel like our back, Coach Wood has said it all week, our backs are against the wall, and we can either cower and sit down, or we can push against the wall and just persevere through what we're doing. Because he, he said, uh, we put ourselves in this position, and um, we just got to get ourselves out of it, really. So we know it's important, 
it's really like our Pac-12 championship game on the line, really, because mm-hmm. we can't lose two games in conference and assume it will be there. So we, we all know it's important. We've been practicing throughout the entire week. You know, we prepare, we prepare um, every game the same, but we know for this one, it's, it's a really a must win. and We definitely have a chip on our shoulder for it. What's the vibe like with the team right now? I mean, you talked about a little bit, and obviously, you know, Coach Witt understands, yeah, you guys, your back is against the wall. You know, you're you're probably one of four top teams in the conference that can really compete for a title this year amongst, you know, UCLA, USC, and Oregon. I think it's you guys, um, you know, as, as one of those four teams. You're the only team that's dropped a conference game so far. Um, so what's what's the vibe been like this week? You know, how how locked in is everybody, you know, for tomorrow? A hundred percent locked in. Like we we know we got to go out there and do. We've been practicing like it. You know, everybody's been locked in, watching film, um, just getting right, preparing the right way. And we've really just been locked in to everything. Coaches been saying new plays, new formations, all of that. You know, scouts been giving a great look on both sides of the ball and special teams. And so, really, the vibe is just like we're confident. Like, you know, we're not scared of anything or anybody. So we feel like we can go in. And plus, we feel like we're at home and we're a different team. We're at home. So I feel like with the fans behind us and what we just went through all week preparing to get to this moment on Saturday, that uh, we're going to be ready to rock and roll, locked in. Yeah, I – I think period, man, enough said, like, let's, let's do this thing. Um, you know, it's, it's a big game and for everything you just said, and, and hopefully, you know, you guys do come out on, on the, uh, on the winning side and, and there should be confidence that you can, I mean, at home, like you said, Utah's just different. And, you know, with the helmets that you guys wearing the Ty Jordan Aaron low tribute helmets, I know that guys are going to be extra locked in and give that, uh, more, you know, 22% more than they normally would. So, should be a fun game. Excited to see what happens. Um, Chase, it's been awesome to talk with you. And I just, just kind of want to do a last little segment, just uh, a little more on the fun side, not quite as serious. Mm-hmm. Just let the fans get to know you a little bit more. But um, so first off, if you weren't going to play football, what other sport would you play? Honestly, it would be baseball. I, baseball. I would want to play baseball. I wish I didn't stop playing baseball. <laughs> that's always my one regret i wish i would have kept playing baseball interesting okay what did you what position did you play in baseball i was a pitcher oh wow yeah okay. i'm it, so i just made it different how, how fast could you throw honestly i don't even remember but i feel like i had a nice fastball in sixth grade <laughs> like i feel like it was good awesome Love to hear that. I haven't heard. We haven't heard baseball yet. It's mostly been like basketball. And I think there was like a rugby or something like that. But that's that's cool, man. Love it. Um, okay, so who's your, who's your baseball team then? It has to be the Rangers. You know they suck, but it's the Rangers because it can't it can't be the Astros, right? No, it can't, it can't be. <laughs> it can't be. <laughs> good, yeah. good. I was worried there for a second. When I asked that question, I was like, oh, man, it better not be the Astros. <laughs> so, Never. Okay. So, um, all right. So, of the – okay, so then who's your NFL team? Cowboys. Just, okay, Cowboys. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I figured. I figured. 
Okay, so Cowboys and Rangers. All right, so now now kind of a question more geared towards Utah. What which uniform, and it, it can be any uniform that they've worn ever. Uh, it doesn't have to just be this season. But which of which uniform is your favorite uh, for the Utes? Mm, those gray ones against Oregon last year. Those are tough. That's interesting. Uh-huh. A lot of guys have said have said those, and I. They're super cool, and I love a military tribute. Don't get me wrong. I just my my kind of like not issue with them necessarily. That's a pretty heavy word, but like the thing with those is, I'm like they don't have school colors on them. You know, like that's that's for me. I'm like, okay, it's just this random gray. Like it's cool, but I'm like, I I don't know. For me, I got to stick with. I got to go red or 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 white or black. Just school colors. Anyways, I'll let you continue. So you said the gray ones. Is there another uniform that you like? Yeah, if it wasn't those, I would. Definitely go with the Rose Bowl uniforms. Ooh, there you go. Those are good ones. Those are definitely like a top three for sure. I'm thinking one more. I'm thinking one more. Mm. I don't think – what do we wear this year? You guys had some nice unis last week against UCLA. I oh, like those helmets. The white with the black on the bottom? Yeah, and the, the new yeah. black helmets. Those are at nice. First, at first, I didn't like those. And then I saw like – some pictures came out. I saw like Chris in his uniform. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I know those are nice. Those are nice for sure. Okay. Last, last question uh, for you. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? I've, all, I've gotten this question so many times in my entire life. I've never been able to get <laughs> I got to think though. Anywhere. Hmm. I've never been to Paris, and I feel like I want to see the Eiffel Tower. Like, there you I go. Feel like it's something cool to see. Okay, so so France, you do France. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. When once you make it to the NFL and you got an off season, you you can go to France and take your mom with you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, folks, that's uh, that's all the time we got. That's uh, Utah freshman. Chase Kennedy, Chase, it's been awesome to talk with you. Uh, we're really excited for Chase. He's recently joined our squad at um, Fan Nation All Utes. Be on the lookout uh, for Chase's apparel collection that will be coming very soon at allyoutefans.com. You guys can check it out uh, right now as well for other collections, including other players like Bryson Barnes, Devon Daly, Clark Phillips, a lot of other uh, really awesome players. So feel free to check that out a lot more coming out there uh, also feel free to check out all of our content at uh, si.com backslash college backslash utah uh, to read all about chase and the rest of the team uh chase is a lot of fun we uh look forward to having you on again i appreciate you absolutely man we'll uh, talk to you soon all right yes sir appreciate it